0: Yo, welcome to All Things Covered with Patrick Peterson and Bryant McFadden, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Man, the name says it all. If you're really rocking with us, make sure you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can get alerted of all our great content right away. Let's go to our guest. Now our guest. we guys gave you a quick hint in the intro who he is. Outstanding individual. Let's break it down. Product of Pahokee High School, Florida State University, where he won a national championship. One of the greatest wide receivers to play for the Arizona Cardinals. He also won a championship with the Baltimore Ravens. Three-time Pro Bowl player. 2015, Walter Payton Man of the Year. He wasn't just balling on the football field, but he was also balling in the communities as well. Anquan Bowden is joining us here. All Things Covered, Pat P, Brian McFadden, QB, man, thank you for joining us. How you feeling? I'm good, bro, what's <laughs> popping? Man, listen, hey, before we get a jump in, in our conversation, man, he got a backdrop is heavy, Pat P, he got some legends back there, bro. You see him? I see him. <laughs> Q, yeah, fill us I in see. on some of the jerseys, man. I see, I see Rice. That's the ultimate goat right there. But who, yeah, you, are, who you, else you, you got in the backdrop?
1: You gotta have Rice back there. Um, I got like Walter Payton, Gale Says, Ray Lewis, Warren Moon, Eric Dickerson. Oh man! I mean, I got I got a squad back there. E. Reed. Eric Reed. <laughs> I got
0: a squad. You know, No question. He got some legends, man. I hope everyone is watching us on YouTube. But if you're not watching us on YouTube, make sure you go chime in so you can see some of the legendary players he got in his backdrop. Uh, But let's take it back to the beginning. You know what I mean? Let's go back to your roots in Pahokee, Florida. Now, a couple of months ago, we had Fred Taylor on. You know what I mean? He gave us a breakdown of that area, uh, but he went to the rival, Glades Central. What did it mean to get a win over Glades back in the annual Muck Bowl when you participated for Pahokee High School?
1: Yeah, man, that's a that's a huge rivalry. I think anybody who grew up in Florida, you know, know about the Muck Bowl. Um, I mean, it's a game you dream about playing in as a, as a young boy. You know what I'm saying? Playing Sandlot football coming up in that area. So, you know, getting that win or getting getting a win at any time in the Muck Bowl is, is definitely big. Yeah.
0: Right. And also, too, the the stadium is named after you is uh, Anquan Bowden Stadium, right?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, and you were Mr. Football in 1998. Your senior year, you beat Glade Central 34 to to 14, and you boys. Oh, y'all was undefeated.
1: Yeah, both teams were undefeated. We were number both one. They teams. Were two, two. Oh, yeah. okay. Because you won state your senior. No, we lost. We actually lost state, so we went 14 and one. Okay, gotcha. One. But yeah, they were. We were number one. They were number two. They should have been a shutout, to be honest. They scored. Uh, I, I I I left the game for a series, so my backup quarterback threw a pick six. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were up 34, seven in the fourth quarter and we just took all our starters out and they scored another touchdown. So it should have been 34, nothing, but you know, <laughs> yeah. and, you, and you played quarterback in high school. What position did you want to play in college? Cause we also saw you play a backup quarterback role in a, in a bowl game, if I'm not mistaken. I remember watching Sugar that. Bowl. Yeah, yeah
0: sugar, sugar Bowl.
1: bowl sugar just bowl. I went. I went to Florida State to play quarterback. But when I got there, man, it was – they wanted me to sit two years behind Winky. But originally, me being, me being recruited to Florida State, Chris Winky was actually hurt. He had just had surgery on his neck. Mm-hmm. And when I see him, when I saw him, man, he – I mean, he couldn't throw a tennis ball five yards. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, this dude ain't going to be able to play. You know what I'm saying? But I ended up signing to Florida State. And when I get there, shoot, he, he looked good, to <laughs> be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So – they wanted me to sit behind Chris Winky, who was a junior at the time. Yeah. And for me, I had never, I had never sat behind anybody. So I'm like, man, I need to get on the field. So I went to Coach bow and I'm like, hey, coach, man, I'm watching practice more than I'm I'm participating. So I gotta switch positions. Yes. So he asked me, he was like, Well, what position you want to play? I said, man, I go to safety. I played, you know, I played safety in high school. So I'm like, I go over to safety. Mm-hmm. So he was like, nah, nah. He was like, uh if you're going to switch positions, we got to see you with the ball in your hand. So if you're going to switch, you can either go to receive or running back. I'm like, man, I ain't going to running back. So <laughs> <laughs> I go to receive. So, I mean, you know, the rest is history. Yo, that, that's funny because,
0: you know, uh instinctive coaches, they see things when other other people don't see things. You know what I mean? And your first initial position change, you wanted to play safety, but he said, no, nah, we got to keep that football in your hand. You know what I mean? And, that, that's that's ironic how things kind of work out the be unexpected, because you played safety in high school. So you were comfortable backpedaling, you know, covering people and tackling. Yeah, uh, but, but, yeah, but Mickey went
1: Mickey, cool with it though. When oh, Mickey, Mickey, what? When Mickey found out that I switched positions and coach would uh-huh. let me go to uh safety, he was hot. Oh, because <laughs> yeah. he wanted you in the secondary. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that made that sound like him. Yeah, Yeah, it was hot, bro. (laughs) That that, that definitely sounds like him. So, uh, you know, being one of the top players in the country, you go to Florida State, you make the the, the position change to wide receiver. When you get to Tallahassee, there was a guy who was already a made man and Peter Ward, you know, torching every defense he played against. What was the most impressive thing you saw him do? And what did you learn from him, especially making that transition to
1: wide receiver? Yeah, I think at that time, man, (laughs) this may sound crazy, but, Honestly, man, at Florida State we didn't have a receiver coach, bro. We just played off pure. Keep it talent. real. Yeah, keep it real. We, it real. we played off pure talent. <laughs> I didn't learn receiver until I got to the NFL. <laughs>
0: hey, so hey, break 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 it down for our listeners and our viewers, Kwon. Some of the other guys
1: that was in that receiver room your freshman year when we oh, all won that championship, bro. We was deep. I'm talking about it was Pete, Ron Dugans, Lavernius Cole, Snoop Menace. Rob J, uh-huh. um, uh huh. Talman Gardner, Greg Moore, and I was like the odd man out because all of these dudes had played receiver their entire life, you know what I'm saying? Or had been playing receiver for for years. Mm-hmm. And I come in there and I'm just coming from quarterback. Never, never ran a route a day <laughs> day of my life. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I'm fresh off the block. I remember when I first went to receive, I wouldn't even touch gloves because I was a quarterback and I was yeah. beach, touching the ball with my hands too. I put on gloves and that joint felt funny. I'm going out to <laughs> practice the first day and I have on gloves and I can't even feel the ball. I just snatch the gloves off, bro. I'm out there naked.
0: <laughs> yeah. Bare hands, bare hands,
1: old school, bare hands, bro. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I learned from them dudes really. I mean, no disrespect, Jeff Bow was our coach, but man, he just was in the receiver room really. Um, yeah. But I just I learned from them dudes, really, you know, running routes. So, I mean, we really didn't just you was more athletic than everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know how to stop quicker than everybody else. I mean, really, our game was built off of getting yards after the catch. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, like I said, I didn't really run, learn the nuances of playing receiver until I got to the NFL. Yeah. And you definitely was a yak king. It's been almost <laughs> 18 years <laughs> since your, your rookie debut and you set the league on fire in your first game tying the NFL record with 217 receiving yards how did you go from a second round pick to rookie of the year how was that uh, that transformation coming from college to the league yeah it was um it was actually easier to, easier than i expected and i and the reason i say that is because like at florida state at that time man we had a we had a team where okay i played at florida state 3 years mm-hmm. I played for two, I played on two national championship teams. And then my last year we played in the sugar bowl. But b can attest to this. When we used to practice during the week, actually offense and defense never got along. Mm-mm. Like <laughs> we weren't, we were not a team until Saturday. right, right question. <laughs> Bro, we had, <laughs> we the had, we had Mark Rick as our offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And then you got Mickey Andrews. And, and they don't uh, like each other also. And <laughs> Mickey Andrews and Chuck Amato on the defensive side of the ball. So uh-huh. when we go into practice, only thing Coach Rick telling us, if we don't kick the defense, but we run it. Mm-hmm. And you ain't want to run at that time. Like this was uh-huh. a time where we were still doing mat drills. We got stadium. Right. We're doing all that crazy. We were doing mat drills before a Monday practice. Yeah, <laughs> right. agility. yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like that's yeah. how bad it was. Like we would do agilities before practice and then go do 34 periods in practice. So like it was <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. So we <laughs> and yeah, and after the 34 periods, mm. if we didn't win that day,
0: we still gotta run gases.
1: We gotta run gases.
0: Mm. Yeah, run gases. So
1: I'm talking about we didn't we didn't like the defense, the defense didn't like us, so every day during the during the week was a battle. I'm talking yeah. about, we fighting during the season. I'm talking about, it looked like training camp, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's the kind of, that's that's how we played. And then Saturday, the we came to, You know what I'm saying? Saturday, we came together. That yeah. was the only yeah. day we was a team on no Saturday. No question. But yeah. Saturdays was so easy because we competed the, the entire week leading up to Saturday. Like Saturday was like a day off for us. Like, okay, we get to go out, play especially, somebody else. Hey,
0: especially if we playing somebody like Wake Forest, uh, oh. you know, what
1: I mean? uh we got we ain't yeah. even taping up for that game. <laughs> yeah, so you know, when I got to the NFL, it was it was different. Guys yeah. weren't competing like that. It was dudes brother in law and each other, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so for me, it was like, man, this this the league. Like, you know what I'm saying? So and I still had the same mindset coming from, from Florida State, like. Back then, we were doing two-a-days. We hit both practices, morning mm-hmm. and evening. So, like, you just had that dog mentality. Like, man, hey, we got to get it. So, when I got to the league, they actually had to tell me to back off. Like, hey, man, like, calm it down a little bit. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we can't get hurt out here. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that was my mindset. So, yeah. you know, once we got to the game, man, it was it was actually easier than than when I was at Florida State. Yeah. And it's actually, I think, what, nine wide
0: receivers have won offensive rookie of the year, and three since 2000. If, I think that's the, that's the number. Three since 2000. Okay. Also, yeah, when we had Justin Jefferson on the show, uh, he, he'd he been on the show with us twice. He actually broke your record this past season. So, watching him and seeing how he was dominating, were you cheering for him, QB, to break the record, or you still wanted to keep that record
1: to yourself? Nah, I mean, I was cheering for him. You know what I'm saying? I like to see the young boys come up, you know what I'm saying, do their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and- I think that's how the game should be. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, records should be broken because the dudes who come before you actually give you something to shoot for. You know yeah, it's a true saying? statement. Like, if you got if you got a dude who threw for 4,500 yards this year, 30 touchdowns, five five interceptions, like that set the mark for the next year. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, he threw for 4,500. I'm finna throw for 5,000. Or he got seven picks. I'm finna go get ten. You know what I'm saying? So like, right. I think it's always it should always be that way because yeah. you give the people that come behind you something, something to shoot for. Yeah. Oh, no. Talking about the success you had
0: your rookie year in Arizona. Uh, clearly, you, you were the guy. You showed them that you can be not just a player, but the player. Uh, what was your your initial reaction when the team drafted uh, Larry Fitz, number three overall, and then went and got Bryant Johnson in the first round of 2003? Well, well, BJ, well, actually- well BJ was in your draft.
1: Yeah, he actually he was, got in, he, he was in he was in um, your draft. Yeah. So the, and then the, the year following drafted, year they got Larry Fitz. Right. The year yeah. I got drafted, um Arizona actually had two two first round picks. Mm-hmm. They uh had the 17th and the 18th pick. So they picked Brian Johnson out of Penn State with the 17th pick and they picked Calvin Pace out of Wake Forest, the linebacker. Yeah, he played yeah. DN uh, DN, yeah. They picked him with the the 18th pick. And then they picked me in the in the second round. Uh-huh. Fifty-fourth pick, and for me, man, it was—you know—our rookie year was crazy, bro. Like, I was—I t- was telling somebody this the other day. <laughs> when I got to the NFL, I was so naive, like, because I had just came from Florida State, and I'm used to playing in big games. I'm used to playing in championship games. You mm-hmm. know what I'm so when I get to the um, when I get to the the Cardinals, I didn't realize how bad our roster was. Like, <laughs> I'm, t- I'm talking about, bro. When I look back over the, our roster right now, bro, like, uh-huh. it was hor- horrible. <laughs> so I was telling somebody the other day, number one, I had never seen Arizona play on TV before I got mm-hmm. drafted. Dang. Like, legit, I had <laughs> yeah. never seen them play on TV. Mm-hmm. That's how bad the franchise was. Uh huh. And then when I get there, I didn't know nobody on the roster yeah. Except for the free agent acquisitions they had just made, so okay. my rookie year came coming in. They they went out in free agency and they got Emmett Smith. So I knew Emmett, but mm-hmm. you know, Emmett was on the you know the last leg of his career. He was older. Yeah. Um, they picked up Jeff Blake in free agency. Yep. Jeff was older, and then who else? And then I knew um, D Jack Dexter Jackson. Hmm. Because he had just came over from Tampa. He won, you know, they had just won the Super Bowl. Yeah.
0: And he Florida State. So,
1: yeah, Florida yeah. State. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, those were the only three people I knew on the roster, bro. Like, no lie. Mm. So, and I'll tell you, I, I told somebody this the other day. When I named my receiver core my rookie year, I guarantee you won't know nobody on there.
0: Man, I'm trying to, you know what, you know, I I, I consider yeah, myself a like historian. So I remember Brian Johnson from Penn State. He was the first like, rounder. Yeah, all right, you I that you. God damn. <laughs> I even remember Jeff Blake. I'm trying to think who's another receiver. Shit. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. I can't think of a tight end. Go ahead, bro. Uh, was was big Leonard Williams on that line, right? Was he on the line then? Leonard Davis. Leonard Davis. Leonard Davis from Texas. He was on the line, right? I'm talking about skill Wait, position, right, bro. Man, <laughs> I can't hear. Oh, I remember y'all had a corner. What was the little corner, A short corner 27? Macklin, or? He wasn't there then. Oh, he wasn't there then. Dang.
1: I'm t- at corner, we had we had D-Starks. Oh, but, oh I forgot but, he was out there. But D-Starks got hurt. D-Starks actually never played a game. Hmm. Oh, that's why I forget. That's why I didn't register. He never that played guy. a game. Uh-huh. So on my receiver core, bro, I had Brian Johnson who was a rookie. He had just got mm-hmm. drafted with me. I had Jason McAdley. Oh, I wasn't going to get that. Brian Gilmore. Wasn't
0: going to get that. Kevin Casper. Definitely was going to get that. <laughs> and Nate Poole. Yeah. Casper used to run though. I remember him. He had some he, he had some running. He can go, right?
1: Was that the fast the fast guy? He's played for the Eagles. No. Oh, dude, I'm talking about somebody. Got a uh, little white dude out of I forget what college he went to. But I thought, oh, okay, bro, that was my receiver core. Mm. So you, 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 and BJ had all the pressure, bro. <laughs> it was a, it was a game my rookie year. I promise you, we went in the game with five receivers. Matter of fact, this was the third game of the year, and mind you, my rookie year we played at ASU Stadium. Yeah, we didn't yeah, have a yeah, stadium. Yeah. So I, it's it's a hundred and ten okay. degrees. <laughs> but <laughs> well, that arizona heat different too Yo, listen it's 110 degrees we playing green bay third game of the year it's probably about 15,000 people in the stands if that <laughs> 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 so we playing brett Favre. we go into the game with five receivers before halftime three of them get hurt
0: Oh, Uh, yeah, I got two. Y'all going to play straight
1: 21 personnel,
0: regular personnel.
1: personnel, okay. We got the second half. It's me and Brian Johnson, two rookies. They're gutting it. Damn. I'm talking about there was some series where I'm looking to the sideline like, man, I hope we don't get this third down. So I get (laughs) it. Well, I ain't never heard that one before. <laughs> but <Bro, laughs> I don't want to convert the third down. I'm <laughs> like, man, look, I hope we don't convert this third down because I need a breather, bro. And we go – at the end of the game, we go two minutes to win it, bro. Oh, man. Two minutes. That's crazy. We had, we had a um, tight end, Freddie Jones. He was our tight end at the time. Uh-huh. He was flexed out as the F. Hmm. So we going like three – we going three wides, but we, it's only actually two receivers – and we got a tight end flexed out. Yeah, but we go two minute to win it at the end. We score. Mm. Brett Favre come down. D.J. pick him off to seal the game.
0: Wait a minute, so y'all won that ball game,
1: bro? Yeah. We won. <laughs> so look, this the only game I went. St- I ain't go eat. I ain't do. N- I went straight home and got into bed, bro. <laughs> mind, and y'all was out there in that heat too. Mind you, this a this a one o'clock game, so the game get over about four four thirty. Right, I you go home. Go to sleep and I wake up the next morning. Ooh, they got it. Hey, they The got next it morning that. I wake up. I don't lost ten pounds, bro. Oh, no question. Man, that <laughs> Arizona heat
0: different, man. Oh That's my it. goodness! <laughs> well, you said it was the third week, right? So it's still early in the
1: year, bro. It's early September. Yeah, yeah it get hot out there. And speaking of your uh, your receiver core, yeah, the Cardinals end up drafting Larry Fitz. Um uh, how how did you guys avoid any conflict or letting egos get in the way by having two of the best receivers in the league on the same team? I think for me, man, like I welcome Fitz. Mm. Um, like I said, I our our roster was depleted when I got there. You know what I'm saying? Like, so any player who I felt like was gonna help us win, I'm all on, I'm on board. Matter mm. of fact, like I started recruiting dudes. Mm-hmm. Like you know, in the offseason, season will come around, you know we'll be at charity basketball games and stuff like that. I'm like, hey, hey man, what, what you think about A.Z.? You know what I'm saying? Like, come out here and rock with me, da da da, or whatever. So, for me, it was all about winning. I wouldn't, I wouldn't cool with, you know what I'm saying? Like that losing thing, like that was for the birds. But right. anybody who's gonna help me win, let's go.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do you think he's done? You think he retired? Or you think he gonna come back mid season? Fix? Yeah.
1: That's that's hard, man. I can I. I think it's 50-50 right now. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think for Fitz, me knowing Fitz and me talking to him, like one thing he – I think if he walks away now, he'll, he'll regret not, not winning a championship. Yeah. And I think that's the only thing, you know what I'm saying, that he feels like is missing off of his resume. Right. But then again, like in the situation that he's in, that he's in I mean, he, he's been in one – been on one team for his entire career be one organization. And when you do that and you're talking about what, about 17, 18 years, it's difficult to go somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially it's difficult just to, to make that move at the beginning of training camp, Mm -hmm. but to make that move during the year where you got to learn a new city, you got to learn players. You got to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's a huge transition in itself. So I would say it's, it's, a, it's a 50-50 chance, man.
0: Yeah. Hey, can you share with us some of the bets you and Fitz used to make in the locker room? I, I think against the defense or something like that. Uh, you know, but the stats you guys would get.
1: Yeah. Uh, we, well, we used, to have, we used to have these deals going around in the locker room all the time. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, offense and defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, we would be in the meeting room and we would be like, hey, if you get a pick six, I got 500 on that. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Or if you get a, a sack fumble, you know what I'm saying? I got 300 on that. And, it, and depending on who you're playing against, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying, that week, especially if it's like a, a, a divisional game, like Big the practice game. go up, right? Yeah. So there was a point in time for us, like nobody didn't want to put money on our books because we'll be like, okay, if a receiver get 100 yards, They was like, man, y'all get a hundred yards every game. (laughs) (laughs) We ain't finna give away money, you know what I'm saying? But we used to have, you know, deals like that. So we had to bump it up to like 120, you know what I'm saying, in a tug or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a a point in time, man, where I think like 2005, we both had 100 catches, 1400 yards, like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It was crazy. Yeah. What what was your biggest collection then on, on one of those bets? Mm. Man, um, I think we played Seattle. We played Seattle, it was a divisional game. We played Seattle, in Seattle, and I went off for like a, a, a 180-something. Mm. mm. Yeah, and got like, I don't know, it was probably like close to 10 grand or whatever. Ooh. ooh. Yeah. <laughs> he said that price go
0: up for a yeah, divisional price game.
1: Prices go up. Price
0: is yeah. up. <laughs> hey, ooh.
1: What year was that? You remember what year that was? I forget that, what year that was. Mm-hmm. I forget what year it was.
0: Okay. And you're talking about Larry Fitzgerald and his outstanding career in that championship. Uh, you were able to win a championship with the Ravens. Um, but do you still think about the Super Bowl loss to the Steelers?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think what haunts
0: was- you the most about that loss? Or what you think about the most?
1: I mean, just the fact of, I felt like we should have won it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's two plays. There's the play right before the half. Mm-hmm. The interception, right, um, with, a, what's his name, the D. James Harrison. James Harrison, yep. that, that play, which is a 14 point swing. No question. And then the play at the end with Santonio, um, mm-hmm. I think those are the, the two plays that, that stand out. No question. They, they're the two plays that stand out for us too. Yeah, those are big plays. Yeah, because
0: yeah, y'all score that touchdown before halftime, y'all getting the ball back. I mean, right.
1: both of those plays were history. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big time history plays. But uh you had another shot at it in 2011, end up losing to the Patriots uh in an AFC championship game. Uh-huh. But you guys end up beating them in 2012 title game. How intense was that rivalry? rivalry with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick during that time? Man, that was a uh that was a that was a heated rivalry. And I, I honestly feel like the Patriots didn't respect nobody at that time except for the, the Ravens. Like they right. knew every time they played the Ravens, like it was going to be a dog fight. So mm-hmm. we – and for me, I had never played against um, – I had never played against the Patriots until I got to uh, Baltimore. Uh-huh. So my first year we played um, – well, a year before I got there, I think Baltimore actually played them in the playoffs. Um, and that's when Ray Rice went crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the first, the first play of the game, he broke it for, like, 75, something like that. So the, um, the Ravens ended up running it. Um, so my first year I got there, we played at Foxborough. Mm-hmm. Um, they beat us and then my my second year we played them in the AFC championship and bro we should have so we should have went to two Super Bowls back to back when I was in Baltimore we had I, I know y'all will remember when I talk about it Lee Evans bro, dropped, bro. That oh, Lee dropped that
0: touchdown he dropped that touchdown bro yeah he dropped that touchdown
1: I'm talking about in the yeah. in the end zone, in the zone. The Real end zone bro like I think yeah. he just relaxed and, and thought he yeah. had it, brad, just, so we, He we, had it and they just let it go. I don't know yeah. what happened. So yeah. he had yeah. it. But then after, even after that, we came down, we drove down to tie the game up. Billy Conda. We had the um, little chip shot. Mm-hmm. Shanked the chip shot with like seconds left on the clock. Mm-hmm. Um, so we lost that one. And then we come back the next year. We actually played them in the regular season at Baltimore. We beat them. And then we play them in the AFC Championship game. And we said to ourselves, it ain't, it ain't nowhere in the world they gonna win this one. Like mm-hmm. we already knew what time it was. Talk,
0: talk about your experiences in playing in two different conferences. Like you was in the NFC the majority of your career and then you get traded to Baltimore. Was there a difference in play or the style of play compared NFC compared to the AFC?
1: Yeah, I, I think there's a, uh, there's a difference in the style of play, especially playing in the, um, the AFC North, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like the AFC North, man, it's, it's a, it's a rough league. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going, you know, Baltimore, um, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cincinnati, even, even Cleveland,
0: like, mm-hmm.
1: bro. I hated playing Cleveland, <laughs> like <laughs> especially at Cleveland because <laughs> for some reason, they always put us on going to Cleveland, like in December.
0: Oh man, when it's, when it's ugly cold too. Man, That's a different cold. So, <laughs> <bro>,
1: yeah, <laughs> we go to you go to Cleveland and you don't know what you're gonna get.
0: Like mm-hmm.
1: it, can be, it can be sleeting, it can be raining, it can be snowing, it can be all three. And the mm-hmm. fans disrespectful. You just know it's gonna be cold. So it... one year we go to Cleveland. I kid you not, bro. We threw the ball five times. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> five times, bro. Ray Rice had over 200 and Ricky Williams had like 150.
0: Oh, forgot y'all had Ricky. I
1: Bro, <laughs> I'm, t- I'm talking, we threw the ball, five, cause the wind was blowing so hard. Yeah. You, you couldn't throw the ball going one end. Right. Like, we tried to throw a, a hitch route and you know mm-hmm. Joe Flacco got a strong arm. Mm-hmm. Man, the ball dropped right in front of me, like. <laughs> it died on you. <laughs> Bro, it's, we ain't throwing no more. So those leagues are different. The mm-hmm. NFC West, it's a tough league, and like in the NFC West, especially man, when you have Seattle, San Fran, you got the Rams and the Cardinals banging at one time. Like mm-hmm. when I was in the league, I think all all four of those teams made it to the Super Bowl, or you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, so like that that's how good that that league is like mm-hmm. you're gonna have one of those teams playing for for the super Bowl at some point in your career yeah. so it's different but both of those leagues are tough man like the the afc north is a black and blue league you know what i'm saying run the ball hard nose big hits da 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 or whatever but the NFC west man that's that's a i'm talking about all four teams in one year can be like this year it's gonna mm-hmm. be it's gonna be a tough year you know what I'm saying, for whoever comes out of there because you pretty much going to beat each other up. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: 100%. No question. Well, hey, Quan, we're talking about 2012 playoffs. What clicked with you in the connection of with Joe Flacco, especially in that playoff run? Your stats in 2012 in the playoffs, 22 receptions, 380, four touchdowns, Joe Flacco twelve uh, in the playoffs, 11 touchdowns, zero interceptions, and four of them he threw to you. But what clicked between you and the quarterback, Joe Flacco, in that playoff run?
1: Jim Caldwell. Mm. so like <clears throat> Jim Caldwell didn't start the season as our OC. We had Cam Cameron, and y'all got he got fired, right? yeah, yeah he ended up getting fired like like the latter part of the season, yeah so mm-hmm. um I think it was close to like week 12 or something like that. Yeah. he ended up getting fired like five weeks or something like that. yeah, and then if you look at if you look at the offense from from that point on, completely different offense. You know what I'm saying? So, like that, most people be like, What happened? Jim Caldwell, bro. Like, mm. Jim, and he was the type dude, he, he would come. I remember we were playing um uh, the coats in the first round. So he came to me. Um, this was like a couple of weeks prior to, and he told me, he said, if you don't have a catch in the first in the first quarter, I want you to get on the phone and let me know, right? So I'm like. Man, you know, that ain't that ain't even my style or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, the time goes on, and we we in the first round, we playing the um, the coach, and we come in after halftime. I think we we up or the game is close or whatever. And he comes to my locker, he said, How many catches do you have? And I was like, none. He was like, Didn't I tell you if you didn't have a catch to jump on the phone? So I'm like, you know what I'm saying, coach man, I'm hey, that ain't me. Like, we winning, so I'm straight. He was yeah. like, all right, I'll fix that. Bro, I'm talking about the second half. I had like 150. Like, <laughs> but but that's the kind of because he was like, Look, if we're gonna win it, we need we need you to make plays because it's not so much of the you know what I'm saying, like the playmaking ability, is more so like when you make plays, you get everybody else involved, like the oh, defense mm. plays harder, the running backs gonna run the ball harder, you know what I'm saying? So, like, we need you to make a play so. When they see you, everybody Mm. else go harder. So that's the kind of coach that he was. You know what I'm saying? So you will see, like, throughout the playoffs, like, he will always say, I'm going to get you the ball and I'm going to get it to you early because if I get the ball in your hands early, it's going to change everybody else, offense Mm. and defense. Yeah. And moving on to the second round. Oh, I think that was the AFC championship. What was going through your head when Joe Flacco heaves it up down to Jones? He catches it, go to the end zone. Oh, man. What round that was? But that, what was, what that was the second round. I that thought it was, was the second round. What was going on with you there when you saw the ball in the air, head <laughs> in Jones' direction? Man, um, first of all, it was cold as crap, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was, it was minus it was 20 Ooh. in Denver. So, <laughs> so minus cool. 20? Minus 20, bro. I didn't know it was that cold. Minus 20. I'm talking about, it was so cold. Remember Marsha Yonder, our offensive lineman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, was a dog, look, too. Yeah. We were yeah. in a huddle. It was like in a in a timeout. It was so bad, bro. Like, you know when you had a commercial break mm-hmm. and you'd be in the huddle on the field? We had to right. running to the sideline to get yeah, a jacket. Get, <laughs> get a no, to get a jacket? <laughs> bro, it was cold, fam. I'm talking about... So, Marshall Yonder, he's drinking water. Uh-huh. You know how the offensive lineman squirt the water? And he had the beard. His beard was frozen. Dang. From just... I'm talking about from the time he did this and gave it back to the trainer. It's frozen. was frozen. Like yeah. that's how cold it was. But, you know, we going on in that game and that game actually went into overtime. So after, um, mm-hmm. after Jacoby uh, caught that touchdown, we go to overtime. Mm-hmm. And I remember the uh, the Denver players was like, hey man, y'all need to make a play cause, you know what I'm saying? We trying to get up out of here, bro. It's cold. Huh? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> they were this. like, look, they said, look, look. They said either y'all make a play or we make a play, but bro, we need to end this game because it's what? cold out here. <laughs> I mean, at that point, you all in now, so we just got to try to finish the drill, <laughs> bro. It was cold. Bro. Wow, yeah, seeing that pass, man—like mm. it looked like time just stopped. No question, yeah. it looked like that on TV too, bro. It like time just stopped, and then we see the the, the safety more. Wow. I see him, and I'm I think like Raheem Moore. Yeah, Raheem Raheem Moore. I'm like. Well. This dude took a bad angle. Oh man, no question. Jacobi, he was flat footed, bro. Jacoby is sitting back there like a punt, mm-hmm. like because he caught it in the bread basket, and you right, see, oh okay. boy, like this, yeah. And I'm like, bro, he finna catch this ball and scored. <laughs> man, that was the unthinkable. I didn't
0: think, I didn't think y'all had a shot. I definitely didn't think y'all had a shot, man. That's that, that's one. Of, that's a that's a big time play that that doesn't get talked about. It don't get talked about enough.
1: But, yeah, but for us though, like. That whole season was like that. Because we, we had a situation in San Diego. If we, don't, if we don't beat the Chargers, we don't even make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So we're playing the Chargers. They actually up. And it's the fourth quarter. And, bro, it's fourth and – it's like fourth and 20-something. So we call four verbs. Everybody know. You know what I'm saying? Fourth mm-hmm. and 20-something. We call four burps. Oh, I remember that play. bro. I remember that dumped off the weight Ray Rice. Bro, listen. I'm running that. up the scene because I know he got to throw it deep. He's right. 21. <laughs> I turn around and look at Joe to see where he's throwing the ball. I remember that. This man threw a dump off. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, listen. <laughs> this man threw a check down. Oh, fourth and 20 something. A fourth and 20 something. If, mind you, if we don't get this fourth down, we don't make the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. This man throw a swing route to the right. I'm on the left to the slot. And when he throws the ball, I put my hand on my hips like this. <laughs> like, bro, Ray you, Rice did the rest though. Like bro, are you serious? Yeah. So Ray Rice catches the ball from the right. He cuts all the way back cross field.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. crazy so now
1: run. I'm seeing him run. I'm like, oh snap, he got a shot. Yeah. He comes and Eric Weather, he come and I see him at the corner of my eye. He the last person Ray got to beat. I just got a beam on him. <laughs> <laughs> when I hit him, bruh, I felt everything from his body leave. <laughs> I'm <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he was asleep before he hit me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, hey, one thing people don't realize is with Quan boy, you better keep your head on the swivel. Oh, no, no, no doubt about it. <laughs> you no, better no, keep no, your no, head on the no, swivel. No. And okay, the man, boys I, tell I, me, Oh, no question. Boys are <laughs> like, hey man, Mac, what's wrong with your Florida State boy? Like, what y'all talking about? He said, Man, he out hitting everything. I'm like, Y'all boy I better keep your eyes alert. He ain't a regular wide receiver. He's looking for action. Ah boy, yeah, I remember, man. We got to get. I hope Eric can get that clip and and add this, cause when you hit him, yeah, you he was asleep. he was, he was snoring, right.
1: he was snoring on the way down, bro. Like, <laughs> I just felt everything leave his body, and when I hit him, he hit somebody else, mm. and like Ray, like he just did get like the the yardage he needed, bro. And like yeah, we, we went on <laughs> and scored and won that game, but that's how we got in the playoffs, bro.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know how it is. To win a championship, is not always the best team. You got to be lucky as well. You got to have some things bounce in your favor. Y'all yeah, I had quite a few bounces. Last question for you before we transition to the superlative part of the show. What are your thoughts on the Hall of Fame? Uh, this You will be eligible next year for the very first time. Is it something that you think about when it comes to, you know, validation of your outstanding career?
1: No, nah, not not really. To be honest with you, only time I ever, I ever <laughs> think about it if somebody say something about it. Like, I'm not, I'm not one of them dudes who sit around, like, you know what I'm saying, trying to advocate to get in or whatever. Like, you just play, bro, and you know what I'm saying, you let your work speak for itself. If you get voted in, great. If not, you know what I'm saying, I, I felt like I had a, a great time playing football, you know what I'm saying, 14 years. For me, it was all about winning the championship and securing my family for the rest of their life. So for me, you know what I'm saying, I accomplished everything that I wanted to Mm-hmm. You know when you talk about playing in the NFL. Gotcha. Right. Do you think you will get in? We'll see. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me like, get. If, you, if you're talking about numbers, I mean... You, I, I got your numbers
0: right here. You number, <laughs> I got your numbers right here. Eric going to keep us with the stats. Number nine all-time in receptions, over a 1,000. I know you know a 1,076 to be exact. Number 12 all-time in playoff receptions, 70. 14th. Uh, 14 all time in receiving yards over 13,000. 13, 13 number- all time in playoff yards over 1,000. Uh, 82 career uh, touchdowns. That's 25th. Oh, you number 14th in, in NFL history in playoff touchdowns. Well, eight. So, look, I mean, you probably know the numbers anyway. I just want to read them out to you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey,
0: but I tell you this, we're going to see, but I hope, I definitely hope you get in there because heck. You know how we, me and Pat had this conversation with quite a few guys who, who still been waiting. That process is a bit, you know, it's a bit iffy. I think they should allow people who played in the era with that said player to be able to be in the room and you mention this name, this guy's name and the guys he played against and played with, mm-hmm. is he a Hall of Famer? Raise your hand. Like when you, people who have the, the, the deciding factor, they never played against. Uh, Anquan Bode, never played against a Patrick Peterson, never played against a Fred Taylor. They don't know what kind of dogs was out there. Like, I so, agree.
1: I think you know what I'm saying. It's a bit flawed. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. I mean, I, there's dudes that should be in that that aren't in. Mm-hmm. There's dudes that uh, shouldn't be in there. That, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Got in there. So like, like you said, I think if you ask the people who they played against, those are the ones who tell you like, hey, bro, um, like, yeah. Man, Dude was a he was a dog like he was a beast you know what I'm saying on the field so like I think anytime you have something like that and I know you know they have their writers or whatever yeah like people can hold personal vendettas like you you look at somebody like T O Uh uh-huh come on bro like yeah how you (laughs) make T O wait that long (laughs) like no question no question and, and you ask anybody that he played against. Yeah, you already know what the answer will be. No oh, Rick. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Like everywhere he went, you know what I'm saying? Ball that. So like, yeah, I think it's a little skewed. That's why for me, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I don't put that much emphasis on it. if it's yeah. if it's done, then great. If not, you know what I'm saying? I right, shoot. I'm still gonna live like that.
0: No doubt. No doubt. Well, we definitely hope you should get in there. You definitely have the stats to back it up. So only time will tell. Uh now we're gonna transition to the superlative part of our show. Granted, you handle bump and run easy in your career so we are going to try to put some pressure on you want you to honest unbiased answer for this first question top 5 wide receivers of your era yeah My era? your era and yeah. you, you played you I played, in play a, yeah. I played, I played in yeah played oh, in a couple of different eras <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you got to the, give me top your top 5 uh, that's
1: tough bro yeah you yeah you played in the era where it was some go getters too yeah. I'ma just name some dudes. <clears throat> okay, that's cool. That's you got cool. My running mate Fitz. hmm You got TO. hmm You got Tory Hope, Isaac Bruce. Mm. Who yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, bro, them boys are some dogs. Like when I first got in the league, like I used to watch film on these dudes. Like, yeah. Them boys was It From- <laughs> was that boy. <laughs> I'm talking yeah. about them 20-yard digs. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> to a team, bro! I'm talking yeah. about they was you had uh Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, mm. you know what I'm saying? In Indy, them boys was tearing it up. Shoot, I played in the air with like Keenan McCardell yeah. yeah. um, and Jimmy Smith.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. Like, I caught Jimmy in my rookie. Yeah, I still have bad nightmares <laughs> from
1: that. <laughs> I played, I played in the air with like Steve Smith. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was some. Man, I played I played in the area with some dogs, bruh. Like, yeah. Hey, you know what would have been crazy speaking to Steve Smith? Cause you didn't play with Steve Smith from Baltimore, right? Nah, we missed each other. And if you two was on the same team, Oh no, that wouldn't have
0: even been fair. That wouldn't have even been fair. Two dudes got kind of the same attitude oh and mentality. God, you, like, no, <laughs> no, would have been fights out there. You had to fight. Every week, every week, every week you already know. You the saying it there, you like, man, we gonna have to fight. For real, for real. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah, I got a uh, second question for you. Best <laughs> corner matchup rivalry in your career. Best cornerback. Yep. Rivalry in your career. The one you, you saw. You in the corner. You consider a rivalry. Man, I don't know if I actually had like a rivalry with anybody. Um, mm-hmm. I played against some good corners, man. I, I played against like Champ Bailey.
0: Yeah, you yeah. played against some dogs too. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> played against like Aeneas Williams. Oh, yeah. yep. Um. Played against, you know, Woodson. Charles. Yeah, like I played, man, I played against some good corners, man. Um, yeah.
0: That you have. No question. Have. I got another another tough one for you. Man, you played with some outstanding quarterbacks. Give me your top three.
1: Top three quarterbacks?
0: That you played with that threw you passes. Um, or just pure talent alone. Like, you know, I don't care how long you played with them, the top three quarterbacks you played
1: with. Top three, I would say, Kurt, Kurt Warner, Flacco, and uh, Matt Stafford. Yeah. Yeah, Matt was yeah got in Canada. Yeah. Matt Matt is Matt gonna show a lot of people how good he is this year, bro? Uh, Matt, I, mean, I
0: remember you dope.
1: Heck, he already jumped out the gate bro, week I mean, one. Dudes, be sleep, but he's with somebody. He's he's in a situation where he has he has the weapons. He has. Coaching. A defense, yeah. and he, he has an offensive-minded coach. Bro, he going to light the league up. I'm telling you, bro. I've like, been that. I think man Matt talked about this as well. Like, I, you know, obviously, he got a lot of, you know, heat off, you know, being in Detroit, not making a playoff, this, that, another. But I said, he around some real dudes now and some real yeah. and some coaches that's going to be able to put him in, in position to be successful. Because we all know he got a cannon, obviously throwing for, you know, 4,500 every year that he's been in the league. But now he around some real dudes to really flourish his talent. So I agree with you. I, he's definitely going to light it up this year. Um, my last question for you before we let you go: We all know we lost a a great one in the uh, college football world. Uh, give us your favorite favorite Bobby Bowden story. <laughs> man, there's a bunch of those. Uh, <sighs> probably probably the uh, the best one, man. When, when we were playing in um we was playing in the Sugar Bowl when he he pulled me, he told me he go to go to quarterback. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we, we, we start out this game. First of all, um, we had AD got suspended. Yep. We had Chris Ricks couldn't play because he wasn't he, eligible. Yeah. He, he, something with, uh, with final or something. <clears> so <throat> he couldn't play. So going in, in the week, we had Fabian, Fabian, um, Walker, Walker going in as the starting quarterback. Mind you, Fabian hadn't played. Did he play that year? Nah,
0: not really. Nah, he didn't yeah, really,
1: really play that year, but Fabian actually Fabian actually came in with me. Um, mm, he was like a top quarterback, too. Yeah, out of uh, America's Georgia. Georgia. Yep, but yep. he wasn't eligible when we signed, so I think he did like a year or something, like at a JUCO or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then he came in the following year. I think he came in with y'all. So um, Chris Ricks, AD, and then Fabian, mind you, I haven't played quarterback, and I don't know how long, bro. Like, so yeah, you, you didn't even practice at quarterback that week. No, nah, I didn't practice. So like, yeah. we in the game, and we go down, and I scored the first touchdown on like a um a slanting out. So mm-hmm. I catch the touchdown, you know, everything going good or whatever. And then I think Fabian throw two interceptions back to back, bomb bomb. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm on the sideline, you know, everybody like, all right, ah. Coach Bowen said, uh, Q, you got to go in there. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> go in where? <laughs> he said, we need you. He said, uh, you know, Fabian is throwing to the other team too much. He said, <laughs> 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 and I told him, you know, um, if 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 you see Anquan, if you see one of their players open, you know what I'm saying, just, just throw it in the direction of Anquan and he'll go get it for you. Mm-hmm. It like, look like that's not working, so you gotta go to quarterback. I'm like, quarterback, but I ain't played quarterback and no, I don't know how so he's looking at me like hey, you all we got, so just make it
0: <laughs>
1: so what did, did they simplify the offense for you when you went in? Oh no, bro, how did... bro, they got me out there making checks, they got me out there calling out the mic. I gotta call the fronts and everything, bro. <laughs> Hey, that high school quarterback uh, skill set came in handy at some point. No question.
0: <laughs> no question. Out there playing quarterback with a wide receiver face mask. <laughs> right.
1: right. <laughs> I'm just, hey, and back, you know, back then we was playing in the Sugar Bowl. Yeah. You know, straight Astro turf. Oh, yeah. that real
0: turf. It wasn't no yeah. field turf. Yeah, we had on sneakers <laughs> out there, Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had those sneakers out there, man. That Georgia game was fun, though. But you're right, man. We we got we was behind the eight ball. At all them turnovers, them picks.
1: <laughs> Can't so, yeah. that.
0: No doubt, no doubt. Well, AQ, man, we appreciate you joining us here. All things covered, Pat Peterson, Brian McFadden, man. Definitely a fun conversation Uh, with the future Hall of Famer. Let's go ahead and throw that out in the universe right now. That's Let right. that manifest. Yeah, get that get that train rolling because you will be eligible next year for the very first time. So let's see exactly what the Hall of Fame committee do. But no question, you have the numbers and you definitely have the hot tape to back that honor. And hopefully it works in your favor. But man, appreciate you joining us here. All things covered, man. Uh, oh, I can't, I, I can't forget. It's not just about who you've been on the football field, but you've been doing some great things in the community as well, especially down there in your hometown. Uh, you want to give us a little insight about some of the things you've been doing?
1: Yeah, man. Um. You know, I've had my foundation since, uh, I think, 2004. Um, We work with underprivileged kids, um, Q81 Foundation. Um, And then we have the Anquan and Dion Bolden Scholarship um, Foundation. Um, We actually do uh, scholarships for graduating seniors each year, um, $10,000 scholarships um, Mm -hmm. each year for graduating seniors. And then, of course, uh, help co-found the Players Coalition. Which is tackling social justice issues mm-hmm. around the country. Um, so yeah, man, keeping me busy, bro. That's yeah, no doubt,
0: no doubt, man. Big time things, and also too, you were helping people in your community get vaccinated as well.
1: Oh yeah, man. That's that's important, bro. Um, yeah. Especially here in Florida, man. We our, our ICUs are, are filled. Um, you know, with, with people dealing with COVID. I know, man. I I, I turned on the TV. Opening week, man, uh, college football, and I'm seeing like a hundred thousand people in the stand, yes, sir. I'm like, well, <laughs> we act like COVID ain't even real. <laughs> no doubt, <Yeah. laughs> but you know, that's that's part of it, man. But you yeah. know, just make sure you, you stand safe, man. Make sure you're taking care of yourself because, and it's actually real, man. I, I went on vacation this summer, and while I'm on vacation, man, four people in my community passed away from COVID. Wow, no, that's and real for real yeah
0: well man man, shout out to everything that you've been doing in the community Uh, difference making not just on the football field but off the football field as well and man appreciate you joining us here all things covered
1: so man appreciate y'all boys having me yes sir good luck this this week I appreciate it man